Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's The List and your boy. Ah, Jimmy Van. And Sean Ross What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful's List and Your Boy. It's a special day. It's List and Your Boy number 300. Jimmy, I used to have a bit where I'd be like, it's the episode we've always waited for. List and Your Boy number 132. Yep. This is a big one. 300. Um, I suspect that you had that intro made, so I would lean out of changing the name. Because I would be like, oh, look at look at this great intro that he had made. I can't change it now. Yeah, no, actually, that's not true at all. That's not <laughs> true at all. The, the reason I had it made was because the other one used the 200 song. Yeah. And so I thought, yeah. you know, it, we, we were just kind of getting past it. And we had this Roman Reigns uh, thing in the can. Mm-hmm. And I thought we should make use of that. So, no, that had nothing to do. As a matter of fact, I told you about a conversation I had with uh, Jordan Cooper <laughs> That happened. That happened at around the. It's going to piss me off. Listen, listen. I'm going to tell you guys a little behind the scenes news. Uh, there are things that I had pitched like a year ago, and if this person, or especially Chris Van Vliet, that's my favorite one. I just told Chris this weekend. I was like, next time I want to raise, I'm just going to tell him that you recommended it, Chris. That would never because he he listens. <laughs> It's like Chris, he just listens to anything you say. No, I that's asked not for a, true at all. That's not I true asked for all. a short content video editor over a year ago, and you're like, yeah, Kyler. And I was like, Kyler can't do all these. Well, then Chris Van Vliet rolls up and he's like, Yeah, you know, guys, with his Pixar dad looking face, you know, guys, uh, I'm doing really, really well with short form content. And then all of a sudden, here we are. 
And well, if I are. remember right, you said, oh, I'll look into shorts this summer. This was like in the spring. You said, I was I'll already, look into it this summer. I was already going to. So I, but... I did it myself. I took care of it myself. You know? Yeah. Well, that's we're kinda, doing good. That's that's how I ended up on this podcast. You remember, right? We're, we're so, going to talk about how this podcast ended up happening. I'm yeah. very, I'm very excited about it. I'm going to share a personal story as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so this show, 300 episodes old. Like if we had done it every single week, we'd be like beyond 350. But you know, I travel, you travel, things mm-hmm. happen. We for a while we did the list in your girl with Denise, and uh-huh. was very fortunate to have her join in. Uh, lately, I've just turned it into like when you're not here, what do you guys want to talk about? Because it is a very engaging show, and it makes us some good money. But a lot of people don't realize that for the first six months of Fightful, Jimmy and I did not speak video, phone, anything. We had one phone conversation, mm-hmm. and it was the one that got me hired. So, again, I know enough about Jimmy Van to know he is not a con man or a grifter at that <laughs> point, which at that point in my career might have rocked with one anyway. Maybe. But two years before I went to Fightful, I had a very, very terrible experience somewhere else where they had me abandon all my my jobs, abandon everything to to agree to terms with them and then quickly fired me when the fruits of that labor were not immediately realized. So the first six months of Fightful, I am very, very aware that the money out is not as much as or is way more than the money in. So, you know, I'm on a month to month deal effectively. And I'm like, Oh my God, am I going to get fired? Am I going to get fired? I was worried about it nonstop, like constantly. And I knew that if I actually got the opportunity to, to see the vision that, that I had and you had for fightful through, it would bear fruit. It would end up being successful, but we didn't have a lot of those face-to-face conversations. We didn't have any of them. And you would, tell me you you would you would kind of shrug it off you'd be like yeah why why are you worried why are you worried and i was like well there, there are reasons the reason for that uh was at that time I, I wasn't making a lot of money before and uh my grandmother who i've taken care of financially for, for quite a while before that had been trying to retire for a very long time she tried in her 60s wasn't able to financially and i'd still help her out when i when i could but i was having trouble making ends meet too and uh, I remember after the first episode of Listing Your Boy that we did, we talked a little bit off the air, and you're like, you got to stop worrying about this. Like, as long as I have a say in this, Fightful's going to be a thing. You're going to be here. And I know you don't remember that conversation, but right after that show, I drove straight to my grandmother's house, and I told her to retire. Mm. And she has not worked since then. Awesome. Because I was able to take care of her. That's what this show means to me because she wasn't ever in a position to do that. And, you know, it wasn't a situation like she was in a lavish house or anything like that. But my grandmother never, ever had to work after that. And uh, I want to say thank you for that because that was very important to me. That's awesome to hear. I mean, I've known this stuff about your grandmother recently, but I didn't I don't recall that part of it. So uh, that's awesome to hear. And. You know, the, the funny thing is, is anybody who wasn't with us at the very beginning, my initial vision for Fightful was kind of what ad free shows became, really. Yeah. Because my my initial vision was to have a bunch of different celebrities or, or personalities and do a, a different podcast every day with a different personality. Yeah. 
that was my vision. And I guess the, the, the mistake I made was I didn't tell, go after <laughs> Bruce Pritchard. I didn't go after Eric Bischoff. Uh, we I had was... a brief conversation with Bruce Pritchard. Really? Um, so it wasn't in relation to that, but there were a lot of people that I reached out to. I reached out to Sean Waltman. Brian Zane won't remember it, but I reached out to him. I reached out to Sean Oliver. I reached really? out to a lot of people. I feel like I might have even reached out to Ryback. Like a lot of people who were heavy in like free, not under contract. But I didn't reach out to Bruce for that. I reached out because uh, Conrad had said something like, oh, hey, we're thinking about getting into the podcast space. If anybody's interested, hit us up. Well, I later heard from Court Bauer. There was never a plan for anybody else. It was always MLW radio. Maybe they were trying to leverage against me mm. type of thing. But um, uh, like I, I like, I, I love what Conrad has created with ad free shows. I mean, I'll tell you this. That's where I got the fightfulselect.com idea from because you could probably count on two hands the number of times I promoted Patreon because fightfulselect.com is a lot easier. And that's become a very common thing in wrestling with exclusive content pages. You won't see people uh, like promoting OnlyFans or Brand Army as much. You'll see them like official whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, Ryback was not going to be a lead insider. Uh, I just <laughs> wanted podcast personalities, Jimmy. Yep. I mean that 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 was my vision. That's what I wanted to do. And and at the very beginning, we had um, Matt Riddle was doing a wrestling one for us. Russo was doing one. Hurricane Helms was doing one. Uh, on the MMA side, we had um, uh, Showdown Joe was doing one. Frank Trigg was doing one. Uh, uh, Elias Theodore, Elias Theodore the, soul. Yeah, the late Elias Theodore. And if I'm being honest, the reason Sean I started Pearson and Sean Pearson. That's right. That's right. Yep. The reason I started doing this podcast is because we were having issues with some of those personalities where either their internet was shit or they'd be trying to do a podcast on their phone while walking down the street. Or perhaps high off their fucking asses. Or that too. Yeah. And so I remember I, I, remember I, I was thinking at the time, and I might have even told you, I mean, I know somebody that I can depend on and that would be myself. And I remember you said to me after the first episode, you said, I didn't even know... Like, can this guy talk on camera? Is, is this guy going to like. be presentable? Right, right. But uh, it's worked out. It's worked out. And here we are all these years later still doing it. And uh, it's worked out uh, very well. And I mean, like, Riddle coming in. Like, I was, let me tell you. When Russo got kicked to the curb, and I know he's rewrote history on that. But after he had submitted the right uh, reviewing raw in the eyes of a 10 year old i had told you i don't ever want to work with this guy again and some unfortunate stuff happened in his family that made him not want to work for anybody else as well but he wasn't going to be here regardless i was like man i don't we had good chemistry on the show but like i didn't really want to deal with a personality like that again and you know uh, the riddle thing got brought up and i was like he can do mma he can do wrestling we got along fairly well we don't really talk these days but shane helms was one that oh my god i, I just loved the stuff that he does because a lot of people don't know he was a really good amateur wrestler as well he followed mma so we had these personalities like riddle who had been in the ufc and was a wrestler shane helms who followed ufc heavily could just continue that conversation with me elias theodoru who also 
followed pro wrestling and had yep. entertained the idea of pro wrestling. By the way, uh, rest in peace, Elias Theodore. We really, really uh, missed it. But yeah, it, it, we really, really miss him. But it was, it was really cool that we got so many great personalities on. But ultimately, as we have found with myself and Denise, myself and you, uh, the guys at Grapsity, sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need that type of name to to do stuff like this. Yep, for sure. Things have worked out good. And uh, I guess this leads us to the whole rebrand story that you're going to tell. And uh, <laughs> I, and I, I loved how you said, oh, that really pissed me off. Because I told Sean, somebody else kind of put the idea in my head to, to make a change. But go ahead and tell your story, Sean. I had pitched the idea to... Uh, Change the i the name of the show. I have always hated the name of the show. Uh, your boy was just a thing I would sarcastically say on the air for like six months. We sold a few shirts. Shop.fightful.com. And the list was something from Chris Jericho that was a popular <laughs> storyline back then. And I've been wanting to change the name forever. And I wanted like Fightful Live or something like that generic. Right. But the hump is one that I thought of that was really good, but I hated the idea of changing to the hump because I know a lot of people would think, oh, well, it's a parody of the bump. No, it, it would not be. It's because we do humper chats. We've got a camel as our mascot and it's the middle of the week. It just makes an awful lot of sense. And we say that matches hump, of course, but yeah, I, I wanted to rebrand it. Jimmy's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. But then you you had an interaction that that sort of, turned you on to it yep there's a guy named jordan cooper do you, i think you know him right he does stuff with alba john alba okay yes and i do so we were talking one day uh because he did stuff with know your news and uh he mentioned just matter of factly because he didn't know that we've been talking about the name he mentioned matter of factly i watched your podcast with my girlfriend and uh she's always confused about the name like she she's like what is it the listen what and when he said that that planted the seed in my head and that got me yeah. thinking, okay, maybe if you're a relatively new viewer, it doesn't make any sense. Sure. So that got me thinking about it. And you know me, I do my due diligence. So I, I talk to uh, people that know YouTube. Is it okay with the, the, the words, the hump? Is that going to like go against the YouTube algorithm? Uh, and I kind of got the green light on that. And then I listened to the people, Sean. I saw the live chat. I saw the YouTube comments. Everybody seemed to like the hump. So the only thing I told Sean is I want Fightful branding in there. And uh, I think you said, okay, I'll go with Fightful's the hump. So I said, so, I said, fine. We here can we do, go, we guys. Can, we can be Fightful's the hump. Next week, Fightful's the hump begins. We're going to hastily get some graphics drawn up. <laughs> um, I told Jimmy the benefit of this podcast frame is it doesn't say listen, you boy, anything like that. So it is Fightful's the hump moving forward and people are very <laughs> very excited humpers unite we're <laughs> humping next wednesday you're gonna love it you're gonna love it and and while i have you guys here don't forget humperchats.com <laughs> get your question or statement read on the air uh we have a bunch of super chats over here at youtube.com slash fightful please leave a thumbs up on this video please subscribe as well and uh all that good stuff we're nearing 100,000. and at, before i read these super chats i just want to say like i'll 
I'll be very emotional and sentimental when we hit that as well, because I don't think you guys understand how hard it was at times with this channel, like just trying to figure out how a lot of things work and doing it on our own. So we didn't have to hire somebody because we wanted to keep the budget appropriate, but our channel got completely nuked for like two months and it really, really hurt Fightful. Uh, fake uh, copyright claims actually from Warner of yep. all people. And it wasn't against us. It was against, it wasn't against the sister us. channel. Yeah, It was against a sister channel that had nothing to do with us. Yep. And finally we got it back. Uh, we talked to a, a wonderful woman at YouTube and Google. I believe her name is Samantha. Gosh, I wish I remembered her name. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Uh, off the top, because it's been years, who really helped us out and really went to bat for us and really did a lot to get us back on here. And over the last year, especially, our, our numbers have been climbing. We've been doing a lot more shorts and all that. But let's get to these super chats. Greg Nelson, who... Uh, made one of the figures you see behind me. He says, happy 300, my dude. Started watching you guys around episode 200. Thanks for keeping me entertained the past two years. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out like an intro and stuff, Jimmy. Oh, um, it's already in my head, Sean. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, cool. Yeah, we got, listen, we got all kinds of people who put over Fightful now. We got Cody Rhodes saying, thank you, Fightful, as well. Listen, we got a lot. We've got a lot. Greg, thank you so much. KE775 says, congrats, guys. Sorry, I, I want to say something. You. Sorry, I want to say something quickly. Gregory sure. Nelson was my inspiration to make your custom action figure. Yeah, I know. Um, yep. a great guy. Yeah. Just a wonderful guy. Uh, Dante says, it was random hearing Jimmy Van on Dark Side of the Ring. Did they ask about using that clip or did they just do it? Uh, they asked. You had to sign a release, Jimmy. Yep. And... Uh, uh, Kind of a similar side note, many years ago, and this, I'm gonna, you'll know why I'm telling you the story. Many years ago, 
I wrote an article about Owen Hart when he passed away back in 1999. And mm -hmm. I put it on my old website at the time. And a newspaper picked it up and ran it on the front of their sports page without telling me. Oh, and that is at, plagiarism. Yeah, well, they they put my name and everything. They credited me for it, but they didn't tell so me. plagiarism, yeah. So what happened was at the time, I was younger. I was naive. I did not know about the law the way that I do now. Mm -hmm. And so all I said was, uh, send me like 10 free copies and we're good. And they like FedEx them the next day. And it wasn't until I got a little older and I thought to myself, man, I could have really taken advantage of that. Yeah. But so yes, dark side did reach out and they did ask us if they could use utilize that clip. And, uh, yeah, it, it was nice to see. I want to talk later about the, the Gennetti episode because he was your favorite yeah. when you were a kid. He was, but, uh, but uh, it was cool to see. It's cool to see that yesterday. Uh, Taylor says, congrats on 300 episodes and here's the 300 more. How about zero more? How about 300 of the hump? Where's the we didn't start the fire parody, Sean? I'm not familiar with the reference, Van Twinblade. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we've got Caden says, you're welcome for finding up numbers. Big thank you to Caden. At one point I just said, hey, what number are we on? Because I stopped putting a number on them. Uh, but uh, big thank you to Caden. Kate says, happy 300. Wonderful fellas. Kate, we appreciate you so much. Happy 300, says Brent Lockman. Even though you insist you are a journalist, Sean, you have the ethics of one. That's what keeps me here. All the best to you in Fightful. I like to say I'm media. Uh, and even, even my own wife is like, hey, what do you classify yourself as? And I'm like, media. Because it's subjective entertainment, and a lot of this is, you know, it, it ain't that serious by and large. There's some stuff that is, though. That's a very all-encompassing term, too. That includes YouTube. That includes everything. Yeah. Uh, Day Park 14 says Jimmy should suspend SRS for statistically announcing this is the 300th episode like the Orioles suspended their broadcaster. Have you seen this, Jimmy? Yes, I have, and that's embarrassing. That's it's incredibly embarrassing. I cannot believe Horrible. how bad that was. Yeah, I kept waiting for him to say like some racial or sexual yes. slur, and then yes. it, it never happened. Yes, I agree. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that I'm happy that we suspended, and it's the use of producers. Do you remember in, I think it was our a special video that we did. Uh, we had Trevor strong do a song and he said, Oh, we had four producers until we found one that stuck and they ain't here anymore. Jimmy, here's your producer. And I'm happy to say we will never see another producer again. Nigel's gone. Melissa's gone. Camilla's gone. And hi, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? What were you saying? John? <laughs> <laughs> Who invited you? I don't need to be invited. I control everything. Melissa's going to like this reference. Sean, cat got your tongue? Very clever. Very clever. Mel knows what that <laughs> means. What, what, is there like some special reference to that besides the general reference of it? Her house cat went missing for two <laughs> days. They thought that he was gone and they found him this morning. Really? Yep. Where he was he? He just showed up. He literally just showed back up. Fatter than when he was the last time we saw him. Oh, he's been inside somewhere. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> Your yeah. cat's cheating on you. For sure. So if, if no one has seen this before, you should look on our YouTube channel. They we should. had we had the first ever cinematic match before WWE <laughs> did it. We did it before WWE did it. And Melissa defeated Sean Rossap for the Fightful Championship. 
And uh, it turned out real well too. Why? Those like, aren't those aren't important. And then then she Twice. gave she gave the fightful <laughs> championship to Joel Pearl, who has never defended it. There's definitely absolutely not year plus old footage that we haven't edited of that whole situation either. Like definitely wasn't something that we filmed and completely forgot about. And we'll pop up here in a couple of weeks or a couple of months as yep. Melissa's back here. Definitely not. You definitely never challenged uh, Joel for that title. That definitely, I definitely, I definitely never beat the living shit out of Joel Pearl with a novelty-sized dildo inside of a Toronto office. Uh -huh. That never happened. That didn't happen at all. Yeah. There's not footage of that. Nope. Well, good to uh, see so you, Bell. Good to good see you, Mel. Good to see you, Jimmy. Not good to see Sean. <laughs> this bit has gone on too long. You gave this man 300 episodes. His ego is the size of my house. It really this is. This has gone on too long. Jimmy. Well, what are we doing? Well, you, you You're live, not wrong. Where, Mel's not you, wrong. You live where you live. So, I mean, of course it's not going to be. Uh, that, that's not like an insult. You live in like a studio apartment. I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> proud of you because what, what I have taught you throughout all these years is to be humble have and that you, i have, have that was shown. something that i i really wanted to hammer home to you and i finally did you, you're living a humble lifestyle and uh <laughs> i i think it's kind of cool that nobody knows who you are what you do or anything about your life that you're good at anything assuming that you are good at anything i find that kind of endearing you know, one of the things I'm really good at is kicking your ass. I've done it a couple times now. You want to make it a third? Anyway, let's get rid of Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, we want to thank her so much for joining the show. Uh, happy 300. Just, just so glad that she came by so we could uh, relive history a little bit. But uh... And on a serious side note, on a serious side note, there's a very short list of people who I trust to the point that anything they say I take to the bank, Melissa's on that list, and she knows it. 100% so. Fightful would be nowhere near where it is without Melissa. 100%. And I, and I mean that sincerely. Melissa, when when you say, hey, Melissa, need help with this. I don't know how this is. It's it's never an I don't know with Melissa. It's an I'll find out from Melissa. Always, always. And that... That is something I always tell people and something I kind of learned working with Melissa that is very beneficial. The answer shouldn't be, I don't know. It should be, I'll find out. That goes a very, very long way. And not only is it an I'll find out, she then does find out. So I think it's time that we post that uh, cinematic match again, uh, maybe on Twitter, maybe make a short out of it, Sean. No, not Twitter. Please, God, not Twitter. I, Jimmy, I can't show up and do a DDT well and have people <laughs> leave me alone. Like when I do stuff that's good in the ring, people still bury me. I don't want people seeing that. But uh, we do have a ton of super chats, a ton of humper chats, and some of them are wrestling related. So let's get into it. Some of them. Uh, some of them. Yeah. Uh, Brian says, Jimmy and Sean, I know Vince's guesses are ambiguous. How serious do you think this round gets in spine surgery? Is spine surgery the 2023 version of the neck brace? Um, to some degree, but I mean, he did have that surgery, Jimmy. You know that for sure? I'm very, very sure, yes. So sure. I was going to talk about this later. So yesterday, which would have been August the 8th, Endeavor 
uh, announced that they intend to take control of WWE and close the deal in mid to late September. So a little over a month away. And this, this news was announced just a week after WWE disclosed that Vince was raided by the feds uh, yeah. four, four days before his supposed surgery, he was raided by the feds. And so I'm going to be very curious to see what happens because me too. If the government decides that they have enough on Vince to press charges, um, we'll see what happens to him as chairman of the new co. I think what will probably happen if that happens is he'll remain chairman, but he'll kind of remain on the sidelines mm. pending the outcome. And if he's found guilty, he'll be out. But uh, this is going to make someday, because this is like a movie, like a real life movie. Someday this yeah. is going to make an, a hell of a movie. And, you know, I know a thing or two about kind of underground politics, corporate politics. It would not surprise me, Sean, someday if we find out that somebody connected to Endeavor tipped off the government or tipped off, tipped off authorities, yeah. because this was their way of getting them out. It was, And for it's so funny because last year people goes go oh why didn't wrestling journalists break the the vince news well because it was specifically fed to who they fed it to because they wanted it to maximize yes. i'm very aware that had they fed that to me it wouldn't have made a blip on the radar as far as getting vince the hell out of there but they know what they're doing i think so too and and you know i've talked about this Ari emmanuel when they announced the deal even though he was on television kissing vince's ass and yes we absolutely wanted him involved i don't buy it I think that he told I Vince. Either. I think he told Vince what he wanted to hear to get the deal and to get a cash-free deal. And uh, would not surprise me if uh, you know there was a little tip-off. But uh, we'll see. We'll see where this thing goes. Pretty fascinating. Andy says letting Reigns decide when he loses is a conflict of interest. He won't lose to Cody or pre-eclipsing Hogan, Hogan's record. We saw how it went with the NWO and WCW. P.S. Fightful post collab, please. I love the guys at Post. I got to talk with them this weekend. I really admire how how they do things. Uh, and KE775 says, Sean, your Roman story made me think of Starcade 97 with Roman telling Triple H that doesn't work for me, brother. Well, WDB is in on this as well. Like they are very much, a, business is great. I don't equate it yet with Starcade 97 because Hulk Hogan went out of his way to make a booking decision that was good look absolutely terrible. Hulk mm -hmm. Hogan actively ruined that situation. So far, I think Reigns is like, mm, let's see where this goes type of thing. But we published a story on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, that Roman Reigns will lose the title whenever the fuck he wants, Jimmy, is what I was told by a higher up. I mean, you know what? We we can go deep into SummerSlam later, but uh, sure. the booking of his matches, I've been bored of it for a year, at least a year. I mean, it I've doesn't. I am now. I've, I've been bored of it the last couple of months. The Sammy thing extended it. The Cody right. thing extended it. Mm. I mean, the story, the story itself has been, you know, fine up until this Jimmy Uso thing. But the match booking, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, Sammy Zayn, Cody, Jey Uso. It's the same. Like, he, he needs a ton of outside interference. And it's the same. And it's been the same. And uh, if I'm being honest, watching SummerSlam on Saturday, I zoned out during the main event because it was the same. They're solo. You know what I mean? It was the same. So I'm kind of getting tired of it. And I saw somebody uh, on social media. They suggested Gunther's reign has been better than Roman Reigns. And I agree. You know, Gunther's I, I beating don't. everybody and he's beating them yeah. clean. 
I okay. So in that sense, I agree. I do think that there's been better stories in Romans. Oh, hundred percent. No question. No question. The bloodline the, is the, the biggest story in a quarter century. The being wrestling. put over clean, I think, is a very, very important part. Uh, we've got. Let's see. Where are we? Xavier saying congrats on 300. I have to ask any AW streaming news. They're still hatching that out, but all in, all in is going to be on pay per view, unfortunately. And I, I saw something about, I believe Dynamite now, the original episodes are streaming. Is it on the TBS app? Uh, yes. I saw that. So, I mean, that's that's something. It's something. Yeah. We've got uh, Zach Schimmel, who's been a longtime supporter of us, says, congrats on 300 episodes. I remember Melissa cheating at 100, the video package of 200. I look forward to 400 as a lifetime supporter of Fightful. Jimmy, you did a phenomenal job hiring SRS and the build of fightful well uh i mean this will you know this is like changing the smackdown women's championship to the the heavyweight championship type of thing like that's what this is it's still listing your boy in spirit we will be the hump moving forward but um we we used to do a lot more bits and videos on this show we did uh and uh i used to be in i mean i used to be in canada a lot more those opportunities presented themselves we will be doing some of those. I've got a I've got a project coming up in December that this like we'll probably see some bits featured on this show for. And I mean, I guess I got to show you all uh, the stuff that's been sitting in the can for over a year too. Yeah, we should get back to it to doing some. I of do. Stuff. I agree. Like I got off of it for a while because we started getting kind of legitimate and and I thought I thought <laughs> the I hell thought, with that. <laughs> well, I I thought like people are tuning in now because they want the wrestling news. They don't want the bullshit. But you know maybe we'll we'll start throwing some. But news. I mean also there there are an, an insane amount of wrestling fans that have zero sense of humor and they think that literally everything that we do right is supposed to be serious and we're not supposed to. The the number of times you've gotten tweets it's like Sean Ross Sapp isn't professional after I <laughs> said some horrible thing about his family. Like you know some people mm. are gonna be bad faith actors no matter what. Any update on Nick Aldis? Congrats on 300. Yeah, there, there have been WWE talks. He was, I think, there this week training as a producer. Rock Hard says, early on, I wasn't that great to SRS, especially around the time of the budget cuts of 2021. Sean's always been respectful of me, and my respect has been immeasurable since then. Joel, I appreciate you. I think you are a pretty good indication that anybody that's like, oh, Sean does this, Sean threatens this person. Buddy, I ain't I ain't saying anything to anybody that isn't disrespectful or terrible to me or somebody that I love or just people in general. If you say I don't like AEW, I'm not gonna block you. If you say I don't like AEW and then you make a bunch of personal attacks afterwards, I'm probably gonna block you, whether whatever company that is. Does that mean select gets the hump goes on? It, it'll probably still be the list goes on. Just I'll, I'll keep it. The list goes on. Uh, that, that one came in from Jordan Cooper, who put the idea in my head to change the name of the podcast. Ah, Jordan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Amber says, congrats on 300 and for all you do. Uh, love learning from you both. Next week, a new Arab again. Fightful's the hump. Look at that. So the other day, Jimmy, I had somebody say, you know, one of those bad faith people, always thought it was weird. SRS has so many female contributors. And I said, listen. If you guys want your outlets to have a one to two percent female demographic, by all means, keep that, and we will keep the wonderful, educated women that want their voices represented. And Amber just just spoke that truth. She wants the hump. 
This is and, the type of people we attract. And if we're being honest, I mean, people like Denise and Kate, they're not working with Fightful just because they're female. Of like course, Denise and Kate have a lot to offer, which is, you know, which is why they're here. They there just has be never here. been a woman that I've hired at Fightful that I hired just because they were a woman. Anna right. Bauer was the perfect person for it. Trina was the perfect person for it. Uh, Cresta, Iridian, D Denise, Kate, any number of people uh, were just, uh, Danielle Ortiz was a fantastic uh, news writer as well. Like they, they're very good. I mean, for, for the large part on the administrative end between Lindsay, Melissa and Shanty, like it's, it's a largely female run company from an administrative standpoint. Mm -hmm. We got Adam Pearson saying, congrats to two of my favorite people on the 300th episode. Keep up the good work. Here's to 300 more. Mike Straw, another good friend of the show, says, congrats to the two of you. So proud to be a small part of the Fightful history. You all deserve nothing but success. Man, one day, if we can ever get Fightful Gaming up and going as a full-time thing, I'd love to have Mike Straw doing more stuff with us. He's a wonderful guy. Darren says, well done on 300. Enjoy the episodes with Richard Holiday and Lufisto. We can, uh, can we have more Melissa? No, we can't. Um, I'll say this. I'm very proud of the Richard Holiday interview. I wish more people would give it the same attention they gave to the Lufisto stuff. He opens up about Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, AEW, WWE, MLW. That guy is awesome, and he's going to do incredible things. Uh, Sean, can you share the backstage reaction to the Lufisto interview? There were some women that, that contacted me, and they're like, yeah, but this, but this, but this. And the dudes I talked to were like, she's kind of right about some of it and she's like didn't need to do a full interview about it but hey uh you can you can go to my backstage report podcast on fightfulselect.com from this past week i talked about it at length april says congrats on 300 episodes i missed the old intro strong 300 strong you know what uh we've got it right here we're gonna play a hit for you ju just because you asked where we're at where are we at here there we go. How much of this? It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. I was very proud of having that intro made. Um, we got to pay homage to a lot of other people in the industry that I respected. We got a little retro thing. I got the guy from NBA Jam to do our, our voiceover. That's pretty cool. Made me very, very happy. Made me happy. Van Twinblade says, we didn't start the fire. The Billy Joel song where he lists a bunch of things that have happened since he was born. You could just list from the 300 episodes of the show. Uh, Ultimate Warrior cut out attacking Jimmy Van was a oh, good there was one. there was a lot. There was a lot. Uh, Jim Cornette responding to Jimmy's Vince Russo inquiry was an all-timer. Mike Tyson marijuana. The Mike Tyson marijuana situation. You and I had uh, a fight on the air because uh, you said you had a fight on the air. <laughs> Sean said that WWE did not tamper with MLW contracts, and I said they did. That's kind of and um, you were somewhat right. Somewhat, somewhat right. But uh, we had me going to Canada numerous times. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we we've done live shows in several studios. I really liked the last one too. That was a it very was good. Cool that's a fun setup there. If you come back before my new place is ready, we'll go there again. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Fingers says, congrats on 300 guys. Sean, been a supporter of yours since well before Fightful. Not sure why you have me blocked, but just the same as I'm happy to see uh, how far you've come and the success you've achieved. Jimmy, you're a class act as well. 
Uh, send the Fightful account your handle, and Kyler will tell me. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've got an extension called the Mega Blocker app, uh, extension. And if I see something really, really terrible about me or one of my friends or somebody in general, I run the Mega Blocker extension, and it automatically blocks everybody that likes or will like that post. So that's how I keep a lot of riffraff out. Kurt says, Sean, is RJ officially signed? Yeah, he's full-time with the company. Jimmy, do you like Hey EW? Thanks, guys. Favorite show of the week. Congrats on 300. So I admittedly don't watch it uh, often, but I love RJ City. RJ, yeah, RJ, I think is very funny, very quick-witted, uh, really good with, with the, with the one-liners, but uh, no, I don't watch it on a regular basis. He's a brilliant guy. Don't tell him I said that. Rock Hard says, I know a bunch of layoffs are likely, but I'm thinking guys like Regal and other Triple H guys, do you think they're somewhat safe seeing as their departments aren't as redundant as other departments? There will definitely be some redundancies. That, I mean, people in WWE are expecting that yep. when it when it finalizes, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that is unfortunate that that's likely to happen. It happens all the time, though. Yep, it's, it's a common thing, and it is going to happen, and uh, Endeavor has said it's going to happen. But I think mm -hmm. so long as Vince is on his leave uh everybody related to talent is safe i believe and so regal's not going anywhere hunter would not let yeah. that happen happy rachel kate says sean is the september show in india ple being broadcast or is it a super house show i believe it's a super house show that will be filmed and they might do it on peacock or something like that uh also he, she says jimmy time to accept the hump he did he did man in, hump. Man, man in spokane says hump on mother humpers uh bolton says after EO's great cash in and babyface celebration will damage control stay together as a more babyface group EO versus Bailey civil war with Kai not wrestling but aligning with EO after Asuka and Charlotte defenses doing DC civil war uh, at mania with a fit Kai uh, man I don't think Dakota Kai is going to be ready for mania uh, the, the ACL man that's it's going to be a while um, probably a, a year from the injury that she's going to be out and again she traveled in for that, but it was very last minute. Like, I mean, like she found out about seven, eight hours before I know WWE had mentioned there was going to be in a conversation. I had something big and newsworthy and that's what they, they were hinting at me in the days before. But I think that Bailey and EO liked staying together. I think Dakota, I think this is the new wave, Jimmy. We saw it with new day. We see it with trick Williams and Carmelo. A lot of these teams just want to stay together and don't want to do the breakup. Yep, and I mean they've teased Bailey and Neo splitting, but uh, but you can tell obviously behind the scenes they're really close, and it was nice to see Dakota. I, you could tell that she was uh, favoring the leg a little bit, mm -hmm. but uh, it was nice to see her in there for that moment. That was a great moment. That's something. It was. Passion. It was. It was great. Colt says, "Congrats on 300 episodes. Hoping for nothing but continued success for everyone at Fightful." Any word on Bill Alfonso joining RVD tonight or a possible Wembley appearance? Appearance that duo was always my favorite. I loved Bill Alfonso. I hated that whistle. There were some people I talked to that were surprised that he didn't appear with RVD last week because he was local to the area. Like he uh -huh. lived not far from the venue, apparently. But um, I think it would make an awful lot of sense to have him in there. Um, I hope they do. Fonzie's been looking great lately. He's been doing a lot more appearances. So Anime Otaku says, next week, the first hump. Matt, appreciate all you guys do. Thank you. Thank you, Alex Barry. Meet Norma says, congrats on 300. Long live the hump. My thoughts on Collision are that as long as the shows are quality, they'll have a strong library of content for a future streaming deal. That's a thing, Jimmy. Like, 
they have options. Like if they want to continue doing dark and elevation after they land a streaming deal and it's with WBD, well then WBD will be like, hell yeah, more footage for us. Uh, otherwise, they're going to have enough footage for their own service, plus the entire AEW and ROH back catalog. Who knows what Tony Khan might procure as well? Like, who knows? He can buy the the Extreme Wrestling Coalition library soon. <laughs> Good memory, Sean. I, uh, you know what? I mean, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They they definitely expect a streaming deal to be part of their next package. And I saw people again are you know writing collisions eulogy after the rating last saturday but they had such massive competition massive yeah. competition that uh the, the sky is not falling you know so they know what they're doing We'll we'll have some other interesting collision news ish coming soon on fightful select how about this on the list goes on i'll break the current date and location for aew full gear subscribe five dollars a month enjoy Speedpunk says, what's your pick to win the championship at NWA 75, EC3, or Tyrus? <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, EC3 and I have had an up-and-down relationship. The, the, the goofy shit that he said on the air with us last year wasn't great, but he's always treated me very, very well. But he sort of gained the, the ire of a lot of people online. And NWA is like, well, we know how to turn him babyface. <laughs> Try to get Tyrus to retire. I don't think that NWA is done wringing what they can out of Tyrus. And I he is legitimately a net positive for their business. I know that to be true. It still sucks. I think he can be that without being the top champion because he's not good. But I think Tyrus is going to win this, Jimmy. Can you define net positive? For example, I can tell you that Matt Cardona told me that by far Tyrus is the best-selling figure in their line. Is Without, that right? Like, not even close is what he told me. Because of the Fox uh, stuff that Fox he does. Thing. Exactly. I can tell you that somebody I know um, was asked what they do for a living recently, and they said, I'm in the pro wrestling business, and they're like, oh, is that like that Tyrus guy on Fox? You're kidding. No. No. Wow. And that wow. person said, well, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And yeah, he's got, I mean, he's, yeah, he's got a platform on Fox, man. I guess it's, I guess it's working. Amir says PW insider and observer reported that Carlito is signed with WDB. Is it accurate? I don't doubt that he's in route or anything. Maybe he's signed. I haven't confirmed that hundred percent. As far as him appearing on screen it, with every signing in WWE, I'll believe it when I see it. What about no Kyrie hires, Kane? no hires since uh, December. What do you think Give about Kyrie yeah, yeah, same same, same with thing. her. Jimmy Finger says, I was really hoping for Punk Omega at Wembley. When Samoa Joe came to make a challenge on Collision, I was hoping it'd be Miro who answered that challenge. I'd be okay with Punk versus Joe if I didn't see it three weeks ago. That's my thing. I think they should not have run it then. I agree. But also, I think they probably had a, like different plans as well. I don't even know if Joe was planned for Wembley, Jimmy, because... He was going to be off promoting this Twisted Metal movie for quite a while. They didn't expect to have him for Death Before Dishonor. And then all of a sudden, well, you're not out promoting things because that's crossing the picket line as well. So uh, so Joe versus Punk at Wembley, how do you feel? I think it's a good marquee match. Yeah, I agree with what he's saying. Uh, you know, it, it, again, it's the situation where they've already sold the tickets. 
And they're going to draw on pay-per-view in large part because of the spectacle of it. Like a lot yeah. of people are going to be checking it out because they're curious. When all is said and done, this is going to be the largest attended show in the history of wrestling, excluding the WW North Korea show. And that doesn't count because that was mandatory attendance. So this yeah. is going to, this is going to break the record and be the, the highest attended show. There's going to be a lot of curious buys. And uh, I don't know if the card is going to matter as much as a result, but sure. I, I agree with what he's saying. I think uh, if we hadn't have already seen punk and Joe, uh, it would have been more appealing. Maybe there's a lot of stipulation to it. I also think Joe and Miro would be a hell of a matchup. I do too. I think that's one that you got to do in collision in the future. Uh, and if you're worried about how or where you're going to watch AW all in all out or any pay-per-view, Check out NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They have a great deal, several months free as well. This is one of the most versatile sponsors that we've ever had, and they are just incredible to us. Hope to work with them for years in the future because I've used NordVPN for years as well. When we're mitigating those costs, we're controlling those costs. Controlling the cost of those pay-per-views is very important, and Nord allows you to change your virtual location with just one click. You can purchase a subscription, download the app, connect to a VPN server on all your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC. I put it on my router at my house so I'm able to change my virtual location and get these overseas apps and get pay-per-views on those services uh, with that. Also, you have that great online threat protection. I'm going to be real. I got people trying to get into my stuff all the time because there are weirdos on the internet. Fortunately, I'm protected with NordVPN, and it's not just at my house. It's at the airport. It's at restaurants. It's at venues. It's at hotels. That Wi-Fi is often unsecured. NordVPN helps protect you. Uh, the pay-per-views that, that happened this past weekend, when I came home, I watched SummerSlam on WWE Network on an overseas service. I was able to watch the replay of the, the Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight. and didn't have to spend full price on it. NordVPN, you're going to end up saving money with this service. Check them out. They are just incredible to us, and I want them to be incredible to you guys. KE775. Sean, Jimmy, have you heard any updates about the WWE media rights deal? Meltzer mentioned that he doesn't think Fox will pay significantly more. Uh, could that mean networks are in play? Yeah, Jimmy, this is something that you mentioned that Nick Khan brought up. Yep. Nick Khan said they're taking their sweet time because they're expecting to get a lot more. Yeah, he said the starting point is higher now than it was the last time around. And so he said it takes yeah. longer conversations. I do believe, uh, and I they haven't said anything, but I believe that the numbers that have been presented to them do not match their expectations. Uh, and I believe that that is why they have not closed a deal yet. I mean, it's August. The, the last time around, they closed it in June. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's part of the reason. I think that they have not seen the numbers they were expecting. And uh, it makes sense to me about the Fox thing that that Fox isn't isn't you know maybe looking to pay the kind of numbers that they might be expecting. Yeah, I think ultimately uh, they will get an increase, but will they get an increase at the level that they were thinking? Uh, I, I want to say see. this: uh, if we get to a situation where Disney is a serious contender for SmackDown, if I'm a stockholder, I'm going to side eye Vince McMahon and say, "Why wouldn't Disney have just bought the whole thing?" And then it's like, "Oh, because you're going to portray it as if they weren't." a better offer than the merger with Endeavor. Cause it's hard for me to imagine Disney would buy just the rights to this instead of the rights to monetize the whole shebang in any capacity that they wanted. Yeah. I'm not sure that Disney was ever at the table. Cause I, I know we that don't, all, we don't know. They really, they announced some of it. Like they announced who some, some of the players yeah. were, but I can't remember Liberty media was one, but sure. uh, I don't recall some of the others. 
Caden says, thoughts on the Alabama boat brawl. I'm going to try to do some commentary over the, the various angles very soon. So that's, that's stay tuned for that. That was great. I'm a big fan of street fights. Like if you see me up <laughs> online at 2 or 3 a.m., there's a good chance I'm on Reddit watching street fight videos. Good to know. Good to know. Patchy Rick says, congrats on 300. I'm more excited for the Fightful Select show. The hump goes on. We're going to keep it. The list goes on over there to keep the spirit of it. Uh, Amber says, one of the reasons I love Fightful is entirely because of the, or definitely because of the gals of Fightful. Kate, Maggie, Denise, Cresta, Iridian, Linda, everyone else. Uh, Maggie, I'm so excited. We're going to hang out uh, in at Wembley uh, for, for London. I am so excited for that. Um, just, just maybe we'll film some content and stuff there as well. But uh, very excited. She is a wonderful part of the team. The type of person everybody should want as a part of their team. Juan just says AEW. Rock Hard says, Jimmy and Sean need both of your opinions six months from now. Is Vince still in the company? Does he have a major saying creative? Uh, I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to say, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, first one, yes, for sure. I mean, even if the government yeah. does bring about charges, you're not wrapping that up in six months. So, mm -hmm. yes, for sure. And the other one, it's going to be dependent to me on if anything happens with this, uh, you know, as a result of this Fed raid. If uh, that leads to charges, then I'll say no, because he'll be on the yeah. sidelines pending the outcome. So it's going to be based on that. Bridget Hewlett, always so great to us. Thank you, Bridget. What a beautiful cat. What a beautiful cat. Hopefully that's Melissa's cat. And it went to Bridget's house and just hung out there the last couple of days. Uh, congrats on number 300. Y'all are awesome. Next Fightful Awards. Can I sponsor an award for Danhausen? So the way that that works, and by the way, if you do want to sponsor a Fightful Award, you can go ahead and hit up me and Kate and we'll get those done well ahead of time. But uh, it's more of sponsoring like specific categories because we don't know who's going to win them. Uh, but I mean, we could, we could also do a thing where we do like playful awards as well to get sponsored for that. But uh, we're already in the active planning stages for the Fightful Awards next year because Will was a big part of those awards and now he's gone. So I have to have somebody to do editing, help me with hosting. Uh, Kate is looking for a trophy sponsor. If you if you are a trophy company and you want us to heavily promote your, your product or want to be the exclusive trophy sponsor, we're looking into that as well. Uh, we're, we're making plans for that already as well as discussing, condensing some of the topics. And I'm very excited, Jimmy, to find out what trash can one of our awards ends up in after Lexington when uh, I get that to CM Punk. When is that? A uh, week and a half. A week and a half. Okay. Week and a half. I don't know, man. I mean, he's he's. I'm sure he's gotten his share of awards over the the course of his career, and I I haven't seen too many Instagram photos with them. Got to be real. But um, they're real good awards, though. They're they real are nice very awards. nice awards. They are. I wonder um, who came up with that. Who came up with that? I don't the, know. The design I, and everything. I got the idea. I, I would love to do different ones every year, but those were, those are very good if, if we need to do them, but it made me very happy that like you would see Excalibur and hook and Cody Rhodes sent me one of his as well. Like a lot of people are very, very proud of these awards. I bet Dr. Britt Baker DMD has it sitting right up next to her doctorate. Guaranteed. I'm sure it's at her office. It, yes. It's got its own shelf up there. 300 congrats love all the fightful people uh speaking of uh, greg cherry here his three-year anniversary shows this evening i'll be swinging by very quickly at 7 p.m eastern show him some love he's a great person do you know why aew is doing bucks and hardy on dynamite instead of a pay-per-view because at this point jimmy bucks and hardy's is not the draw that it was the first time they did it or the first time they did it in AEW. 
Yeah, it sounds like everybody wants FTR in the Bucks, and uh, I think with Jeff Hardy, you take the opportunities when they when you can take advantage of them. Sure. Because he has a history of showing that you can't necessarily depend on him. So, do you want to advertise him for a show three, four weeks from now? I don't. I think they're they're yeah. better to just get it done. Uh, we've got Big J saying, "Congrats on 300, Sean. Were you surprised, positive or negative, about the Lufisto interview? The interview almost exploded the internet." Almost anything that I do in that situation, I got to be honest, like I know that some negative is going to emerge from it just because my face is next to hers on the camera because there are some weirdos like that. But anytime a wrestler speaks negatively about an experience with a company, I know that there's going to be some of that. And honestly, we don't do that a lot. I don't like doing a ton of that, really. I'm not a gotcha guy for people that are like, Oh, why aren't you asking this, this, and this? Why aren't you catching somebody in this? I'm not a big gotcha guy. I'm not. I report news. I like wrestling. Uh, if hard topics need to be covered, well, we cover them. But this, to me, was just a little bit different. It was somebody speaking on a speaking at length on a like a kind of negative situation. I didn't think there was anything that serious involved. I think she should have gotten her interview with somebody at AEW if she drove in for the coaching role. But as far as like the Ruby, the dust and stuff, people don't like you. Okay. I mean, my, my approach to that has always been, I don't mind if people don't like me, you can dislike me all you want. Don't act personal. Don't make shit up. We're good to go. So ultimately if somebody doesn't like me, I'm like, well, that's a bummer. I wish everybody did, but probably not going to, going to do a full interview about it, but I understand at, at her point of her career, she's very frustrated and I do like and respect her a lot. Bizarro says the hump goes all day. Then boom goes the dynamite with the uh, major losses from Disney. The past six months estimates as high as 4 billion for the closed hotel and 1 billion in theaters is it mo most likely that USA and Fox are keeping the rights. If not, who does? Well, this is why I mentioned uh, that, that side eye thing, Jimmy, I think it's harder it would have been harder for Disney to make money on the TV rights than it would be the actual company. Because if they have the actual company, they can monetize you know, any number of people any way that they want. That's yeah. I mean, we, I, we'd be able to see Roman Reigns hit goofy with a Superman punch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Disney was a player. I, I think the price tag probably had a lot to do with it. Uh, and to answer their question, I will be stunned if USA does not resign raw. Uh, I think there's no way they don't because they need WWE badly in order to maintain their ranking among other, other networks. So I'll be stunned if USA does not maintain Raw. It won't surprise me if Fox doesn't maintain or, or re-sign SmackDown, though. That won't surprise me. Yeah. Broadcast television is a different animal. But uh, USA, I'll be stunned if they don't re-sign Raw. I expect them to. BCR on says, first found out about Fightful from Sean being on Quizzlemania and been watching ever since. Big fan of you and the Grapsity guys. Congrats on 300 shows. Uh, I mean, I, I want to thank Wrestle Talk. They had me on an awful lot, and it really, really did help us. It's so funny. I filmed Survival Series when I was there last month, and I've still been getting tweets about it. Like, because people are like, "Oh, why did you do so good on Quizzlemania and not on Survival Series? Is it because you had a, a monitor in front of your face?" And I was like, "Quizzlemania. If you cheat at Quizzlemania, you are scum of the earth. <laughs> like that is. If you resort to that, I don't update our resources section anymore." Rob Wilkins does that. Uh, so I'm I'm not constantly like, okay, who is the chronological Royal Rumble winner every year? What uh, 
I did an article on every WrestleMania result at one point. Also, I didn't realize we were allowed to prepare for those things. And then I find out in the comments section, oh, this person must have been prepared. This person must have practiced. I'm like, well, I found out 10 minutes before I did these. How do you prepare? Like, like I, I haven't reverse, seen. It is like a topic, reverse chronological order. So like SummerSlam main events, reverse chronological order. If I don't have to go in reverse chronological order, I'm all right. But also during the pandemic, I had nothing to do but sit around and learn more about wrestling, to be quite honest with you. So uh, I am well beyond that point. If it was something and it wasn't reverse chronological order, I would probably be in a much, much better situation than that. But uh, Amir says, any update on Brock Lesnar's schedule? Yeah, he's not due to be around for a while. I honestly thought at SummerSlam, it looked like he was bidding farewell. Because, you know, be back. between, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that since, but sure. uh, at, at the time between taking the gloves off mm -hmm. and then finding out that what he did with Cody afterwards was improvised and not planned out. Allegedly, like, allegedly. I don't oh, believe don't Triple H in these, I don't believe Triple H in these pressers, mm -hmm. him trying to say, oh, well, you know, Vince is not, uh, not involved day to day. Bullshit. Bullshit, mm -hmm. bro. Bullshit. Hmm. Rock Hard says, I've lost faith in Vince's creative years ago, but the shows are generally better than 2021, early 2022. Is that a sign Triple H is getting more stuff in or that Vince isn't making major changes? Well, Vince hasn't been making changes the last couple of weeks. He's on he's on painters, I'd imagine, from spine <laughs> surgery. Painters? Painters is painters. what they call them here in Kentucky. Uh, but I think you can tell based on the, the Gable, Ciampa, Riddle, I can't remember who else was in that match. Ricochet match. That's a Triple H booking right there. Uh, Triple H is getting more stuff through. But man, that nine, or 2019 through 2022 booking was just abysmal. It was brutal. It was real bad. And Triple H has his own bad tropes as well. Mm. And we're seeing a lot more rematches of late. But uh, I think it's more Triple H than Vince over the last couple weeks. Matt Hennessy has our, our last super chat as well, not the last one now says, do you think it's someone in WWE or Endeavor waited until the merger was near finishing before leaking more criminal evidence events of the government? Interesting how things have panned out within the last two weeks. I feel like any and all information that goes to wall street journal, CNN, et cetera, in a wrestling capacity is very strategically put out there. Now, if it goes to like TMZ or Variety, it's probably WWE or AEW or somebody like that leaking it, or Sports Illustrated. But if it's like to a major, major outlet that is tied directly to, some, to, to something stockholders will listen to, it's WWE, somebody in that company being very calculated, wanting it to get a particular amount of coverage in a specific way. He's, he's talking about what I mentioned earlier about leaking to the government as opposed to the media. Mm. And oh, I leak into the government. Yeah. Yeah. Leak sure. into the government. I mean, I don't know how long Endeavor has known that they were going to close mid to late September. I don't know how long they've known that. What we do know is that, or what I can assume is that when that stuff happened to Vince, when, when they got raided by the feds on July 17th, I think it was, I'm sure Endeavor knew then, even though WWE didn't disclose it until a week ago, I'm sure Endeavor mm -hmm. knew on July 17th, Hey, this man got raided by the feds. And so, who knows if they expedited the process to close the deal because they thought this is our opportunity to, to, to be rid of them. It's all hypothetical. Kind of like Marty yeah. and dark side. It's all hypothetical. 
Which but, we'll, uh, we'll be talking about on the list goes on, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> will Chisholm says, happy for all y'all. SRS, in your judgment, do you think the possible cuts will be behind the camera or will it affect the roster? I think mainly redundant stuff will not be on camera, but it's hard for me to say what they'll they'll look at and say, oh, okay, here we go. Mm. I I hope it's not on camera. I hope hope they just throw their arms up and go, we need everybody. I don't want anybody to lose their job. Sure, but sure. Uh, there are going to be some redundancies, unfortunately. Uh, we've also got Tony saying, Jimmy, Sean, can you talk about the Endeavor antitrust ruling that just came out and how it could affect the merger with WWE or the new company after it? Well, it could affect the MLW lawsuit. Is what I haven't heard affect. about it. An Endeavor yeah. antitrust? I haven't heard about it. Yeah, yeah, due to the UFC and, and their contract structures and stuff like that. Uh, Tony, I'm still digging into this, but I'll tell you what, with Endeavor to uh, you know merging with WWE, it could mean that MLW and WWE settle out of court, which is really, really good news for Court Bauer. Oh, they will um, settle out of court. There's yeah. no question. As as so, I, I know a lot about the legal system. As soon as they, as soon as WWE was unable to get the case thrown out, and it went into deposition, and now they're doing discovery and all of that, mm-hmm. they are going to settle. There's no question, and uh, it's just going to matter. Yeah. It's just going to it's going to depend on how much and and how long is WWE going to let it stretch out longer to let them bleed some more legal money. Or are they just going to let it go? Shout out to Wrestling Perspective Podcast, Dennis Farrell. You can catch him every Monday here on Fightful with Lars Fredrickson. The last few weeks, he had been with Ace Steel. They interviewed uh, Eric Young this week on the show. We also get early notes on that on FightfulSelect.com. And in mere minutes, mere minutes, uh, we will be on, the list goes on, on Fightful Select, where I'll break news of the location and date currently for Full Gear. Joel says, should AEW be running smaller venues? I don't think so. I think it's just fine if they scale them. Like, they scaled Rep Arena. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. They scale them. They they put themselves in nice venues with good amenities and uh, plenty of parking, and then they scale them. And that's okay, because uh, the reality is most of these places don't have a lot of events on the docket for Wednesdays. Wednesday is not a big, like, event night for most places they also know uh to to be smart about the market so they know in chicago we can run a ten thousand seater but in i don't know uh fargo north dakota they're gonna run like a four thousand or five thousand seater. like they're pretty smart about that so i think they're fine how about this for fightful select maybe i'll get some bray news on thursday how about that bray wyatt how about some bray wyatt news on thursday okay william rabs says confident bloodline can turn this around friday Buddy, there ain't nothing about that story that makes me think that Roman Reigns needed that title Mm. at all, at all. Jimmy, 300 episodes. Uh, uh, I just want to say an incredible uh, support via Super Chats, Humper Chats. Uh, We've toyed with the format of this show numerous times. You used to have a physical list. Now we just kind of go where the audience goes and what some of the, the more interesting topics are. But yeah, 300. Do you have anything to say? No, not really. I appreciate the support. I still have a physical list. It's yeah, still in front of me, but I know that uh, Super Chats are taking over, and that's that's totally cool. But uh, no, it's, it's been a great run so far. Like I said, this happened un- unexpectedly. I did not intend to come into this thing seven years ago being a podcaster in any, in any <laughs> sense. I did it because I thought I could depend on myself. And uh, things are working out, man. I, and this is the only thing I do now. I cut the Know Your News one on Thursday. I, I pass the reins on to somebody else. And uh, I just maintain this one once a week just because That's I love my looking, dream, Jimmy. I love my looking at is, your pretty face, Sean. My dream is to just do this show, 
do 10 minutes at the top of every review show and write the news. <laughs> That's my dream. There you do go. The Adam, the Adam Schefter role in the NFL and also not have Twitter. Uh, that would, that would be a big one. I mean, my Twitter would still be alive, but become fightful community outreach or something on Twitter. Did you oh, hear about Barstool it. sports about the deal? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. There are, I mean, there are reasons for that. About them sure. Getting of course. Back. They, the they can't get deal. a betting. Yeah. They can't. I mean, the, the ESPN deal for, for that company is yeah. significantly better. Sure. Uh, Barstool cannot get a, a betting sponsor in yep. a time where it's blowing up. Who knows where it'll be in three years, four, three years. And also, uh, that company, if Barstool were to liquidate, would get fifty percent of whatever that liquidation would be. So sure, but they sold the bathroom for nothing. Yeah, it's pretty it damn like it's good. good. Damn good. It seems like it's good for everybody. Honestly, yeah. that's yeah. that's a very rare situation. It's um, very very interesting because, like like you just said, because I I saw some some social media discourse. People were like, "Why the hell would Penn give it back to Portnoy for free?" It's because of what you just said. They they just signed yeah. this like multi. I think it's like a billion dollar or multi billion dollar ESPN deal. Uh, which supersedes the barstool deal, and so yeah. that's why they did it. Very yes. fascinating. Part so Portnoy gets five hundred million dollars for the company, and then gets it back for nothing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Caden says, Jimmy, can you expense me and Sean to go to the Bengals Jags game? I don't know if I'll be watching the Bengals Jags game. Caden, uh, Doja Cat is in concert in Columbus. I'm going to see how that tour goes before I commit to buying tickets for it. But um, Caden Lee, the answer is no. Sean just said answer is no. There you go. The answer is no, Caden. Uh, <laughs> guys, I just want to thank you all so much. Head over to the list goes on fightfulselect.com. I've mentioned this before. We're in the dog days of summer, so numbers are kind of down and all that stuff. Drop $5. I promise it's worth it. Also, wanted to mention upcoming the day of all in we have a new show debuting here on FIFA with Rob Wilkins and Cameron Hawkins, the infamous Seahawk. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. It'll be dropping uh, that afternoon. Uh, Rob has done just an incredible amount of stuff for us. And uh, Cameron Hawkins will be joining him for my point is August 27th on Fightful. Uh, also, I mean, that will be a largely super chat driven show as well. So uh, that show will depend on your support and all that. Uh, get us to 100,000 subscribers please. And I mean on Patreon, not here on YouTube. Get us to 100,000 Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Sean be like, Jimmy, it's time to talk about our dividend. <laughs> yeah, it certainly would be. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much. Next week, the humping era begins. Oh, I hope you guys are ready to get humped. I'm already regretting it. We're out. <laughs>